Hello Hello there. there. Welcome back to Star Wars in a Galaxy, watching all the Star Wars we can get our hands on. I'm Jacob. And I'm Eli. And today we have another special episode as we bide our time waiting to dig into season two of The Bad Batch. Today we're going to be going over the deleted scenes from seasons three and four of Star Wars The Clone Wars. We have had a lot of fun looking at deleted scenes in the past, especially with The Clone Wars. Um, each each season, except for season one, which we couldn't find any for, each season has a pretty, pretty big, pretty big back catalog of deleted scenes. And a lot of these scenes are very interesting and shed a lot of light on the episodes and the creative processes that went into them. So with that being said, um, Eli, where we uh, where can we find these uh, deleted scenes? Oh, yeah. The links will be down in the uh, description. Uh, special thanks to the channel that we used for last episode, uh, Mr. Anderson 001. Uh, they have all of the behind, a lot of behind the scenes feature, uh, featurettes and deleted scenes from a bunch of Star Wars material of the past. Um, so thanks to them, because without them, we wouldn't be able to do it this episode. Uh, these sorts of episodes, we did the last one of these with the TCW movie and season two all the way back in uh, November uh so it's been a while um but yeah we're as you might notice we're doing them a bit more frequently now um again i don't think it's gonna be i think probably try and do them like two or three times a year just because i i really like doing them and i oh yeah i think that yeah and and i I think they're interesting um as you've also noticed it was with exceptions to the prequels we're doing them in chronological order real world to contrast the actual stuff that we're doing chronologically in universe um so that's just uh that's just funny to me but yeah, we got 54 scenes to do. That sounds like a lot, but most of them, not most of them, a, a large portion of them were maybe between 15 and 30 seconds long. So you'll see. We'll get through them pretty quickly. All right, yeah. here we go. Uh, we're starting off with uh, season, and, and also, by the way, we I will also say uh, in between them, Episodes that did not have any deleted scenes, because I find that interesting as well. Uh, we okay. start off with Season 3, Episode 1, Clone Cadets. Um, we have one deleted scene from Clone Cadets. Uh, yes, the... Which is, Droid Bait gets his name. Yeah, so this scene is pretty self-explanatory. It's a uh, Droid Bait in the medical bay, and he's talking to... Oh gosh, what's the bounty hunter's name? Uh, L.S. Now he's yeah he's talking to Ellis who is one of the bounty hunters who's hired to train the clones, and he he ends up saying like I, I can't he says something along the lines of I'm basically droid bait out there, saying that he yeah. doesn't have the skills to be a clone trooper and Ellis kind of laughs and walks away and says huh droid bait, and apparently that's how he gets his name. What do you what well, do you no, think? No, it this isn't. One? Here's the thing. No, it isn't because there because because I checked my because I checked back in that episode when I was watching this and there's like. And one, I think it's Echo or Fives tells him, stop acting like droid bait out there. And I thought for my, for, for at least me, that was good enough for how he got that name. Like, I don't think we needed this. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, it's pretty self-explanatory. I'm going, no. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point with the alternate scene. I think that, um, I don't know. I think they both... They both could work well, but you know, Arc Troopers. I think it's a it's a pretty classic episode. Um, one oh, of the yes. better episodes of the Clone Wars. Sorry, Clone Cadets. So yeah. why mess with? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, I will say also, um, yeah, let, let it go. Just let uh, it go. In case you're new to In a Galaxy, that's another thing we do is we say whether or not, yes or no, whether we keep these, whether we put these scenes back into the narrative uh, or not. Um, so Jacob and I just said no for the first one. Uh, all right, second episode. Um, our troopers, we have three. Um, uh, Rex lectures Echo and Fives. Um, in this, basically, uh, Echo and Fives hope to be promoted to our troopers, but Rex basically shuts them up and says, "Yes, hey, the only way of like the only way of of, of getting to be our troopers is to earn it and not ask for it." Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. What 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 do you think about this one? I'm not sure about this one because. It is a it is a cool moment, um, for sure between the clones and Rex. You know, we kind of get to see what Rex is about, have a little bit of have a little bit more of this exchange. You know, that being said, I think in the episode itself, there isn't, from what I recall, there isn't really a huge. I didn't recall there being a huge subplot of them. You know, wanting to be our troopers. I thought it it just kind of happened. Now I might I might just be misremembering, but. It feels a little incongruous with the arc of this episode, and it doesn't feel super necessary. For, so for that reason, I'm going to say it can stay out. But I'm, I don't I, have a strong feeling about it. I personally think yes, just because I like the arc that it, the the subtle arc it sets up for that episode. Um, it's not necessary by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm going to go with yes. Um, uh, but. You'll see pretty later, pretty like soon. That I, that 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 I think that's probably going to be my most forgiving with a lot of the, with with the, with these latest scenes. Um, Interesting. Not okay. that I don't like any of the other ones. I do like quite a few of the other ones, but I think right now we're going on a bit like the first half of the season three ones are a bit of a dry spell for me. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, a, a bunch of these aren't super consequential. They, we get some more interesting ones in later on season four, and and so, and, and back half of season three. Yeah. Um, so the next one, the clones scramble. It's called clones scramble, and it's just the clones, um, you know, mustering all hands on deck um, to repel the drone invasion. We see big shots of clones running through the halls, um, popping out of their sleeping pods. There's two clones talking to. Is it Colt that they're talking to? Um, uh, yeah, I think it is Colt. Yeah. It's it's Colt that they're talking to, and he's saying, "Go get up on the rooftops. It's dangerous, but we need to repel those droids." everyone's running everyone's scrambling um there's not much more to it than that it's not it's not the most important deleted scene but i'm still gonna say i'm I'm gonna say keep it in actually i'm gonna say yes to this one i think i think it adds to the drama it adds to the action to get some of these shots to show the clones you know kind of rushing to to defend their home um yeah i i, I was a fan of this one uh, see, I'm going opposite. I'm going no on this one. <laughs> um, it's cool. I just don't think it's really needed. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I, I, I just, I just really don't think it's, it's, it's very needed in my opinion. But you know, it's, it's not like I hate it. Um, uh, that's the, that's the biggest criticism about a bunch of these. Is not that I hate any of them. It's just that I feel like they're unnecessary. And I think I don't want to speak for Jacob, but I think it's probably the same with him. Yeah, I, I, I just liked it enough, but yeah. Um, yeah, next one not... is the Jedi assess the aftermath. Um, 
and they're basically like, oh, it's going to take a long time to rebuild the, the factories that were damaged in the Battle of Camino. And then you see them in future episodes with, like, just fresh clones ready to go. Um, so, like, I didn't take that one super seriously. Um, and obviously I'm going no. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go no as well. I think it doesn't, it brings up, you know, potential, potential continuity issues. Yeah. Yeah, just, just not my favorite. Um, nothing egregious, but far from perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, alternate scene of Jar Jar finding balance. Hmm. Oh, I, I think no. This was in this was in the episode. Yeah. Oh sorry, wait, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, this, this is, is the episode, episode supply, supply lines. lines. Supply um, lines. The third episode of the season. Yeah. Now this is this is one of my personal favorite episodes, and I always think I always think deleted the deleted scenes are more fun and interesting um, to look at when you know you really feel a personal stake in the episode, as I do with supply lines, because I absolutely love this episode from top to bottom. That being said. I think the original I think the original scene is better. This one it's it's shorter. Um it's not as dramatic. He's just balancing a cup and a plate. He's not doing the whole, you know, crazy crazy act with uh, you know, his arms and his legs and balancing multiple cups and plates, you know, here, there, everywhere. So I like the original one better. This one can stay out. Yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm 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 very good. Uh, you know, the bit's funny, but, you know, I don't really need it, honestly. Yeah. Um, alright, the next, uh, the next four, um, I want to preface by basically saying the next four we can all talk about, I feel like we can talk about them all together. Because it's not, a, it's not, they're not just four deleted scenes, they're basically a, they're basically a deleted subplot. Um, Basically, what they wanted to do, from what I can tell, is in the original design of the fourth episode of season three, Sphere of Influence, they originally wanted um, Ahsoka and Ryo Chuchi's part of the episode not to take place on a separatist freighter, on a separatist capital ship, but actually on the planet of Pantora, making it its first appearance way, way, way before they decided to put it in for season one of The Bad Batch. Um, But... Um, these four scenes, what are they? Uh, meeting Chairman Cho on Pantora, Trade Fed Federation Embassy, uh, alternate, alternate scene, even eavesdropping on the chairman and alternate mind trick are basically just the subplot on the Separatist Freighter, uh, but on Pantora instead, and bring back P- Chairman Cho, who I'm pretty sure was dead, Right, he died. Yeah, right, I, yeah. I thought he died on um. Order Plutonia. He died in a yeah. He died on Order Plutonia. He died in um. Trespass. Yeah, trespass. That was in what? That was in season one, right? That was in season one. Wow. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. What do you What do you think about this whole? I mean, it makes sense to me that he would turn traitor, but the problem is, the thing that wouldn't make sense to me is if he turned if he turned traitor because he's dead. Um, yeah. Uh, I like the, that episode the way it is, frankly. Uh, I said no for all of them. Yeah, I, I said no. I said no for all as well. I think overall, I, I, I don't love this episode to begin with. I certainly don't hate it. It's got some great moments for Ahsoka. 
Rao Chuchi is a is a pretty cool character. I think. Yeah. Especially shout out to her, you know, appearing in the Bad Batch. Oh, absolutely. Was really was really great for her and something that I enjoyed, but I wasn't expecting, but I enjoyed it. Um, but I I just the continuity and then yeah, I I just it just doesn't add a whole lot. Um. Yeah, they they do this one thing where like that's a weird other detail is that I think they might have been trying to make Ryo Chuchi a daughter of um Papanoida, like a sister to Chi Ikwe and Chiamanwe. I think that was like the original intention because Ahsoka's talking oh. about rescuing your sister to to Chuchi. Yeah. See, there's just a, just some just some continuity. There's just, just some, some continuity, continuity stuff that did. Uh, I actually, I think I quite, I think I like that episode quite a bit more than Jacob does. It's, it's one of my, it's one of the like episodes that I think is very underrated of that show. Actually, um, it's been a, it's been a favorite of mine. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think the the that episode as a whole is fine how it is, and I don't really see a reason for it. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think I don't love the episode, but I don't think that it really would benefit from shuffling so many things around. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to say no as well. Uh, yeah. Um, so then we skip the next two episodes of The Clone Wars, I believe. Corruption and the... No, three. Corruption, The Academy, and Assassin have none of those three. Then we get to Evil Plans with our first... Uh, I will say this. All of the ones we were talking about before were just the um, animatics for it. Uh, there were only a few of these that were actually fully animated. Um, yeah. And the next few are... are, are are those ones um uh or, or some of them there are a few more later on but um we have evil plans c3po reunited with shiny r2d2 um and yeah. it's basically just c3po and r2 communicating with each other before they get their memories wiped um that to make sure they're both on the same page page with what's happening in the plot basically yeah this is after they've yeah after they've been reunited after r2d2 gets a droid bath and c-3po gets tortured uh by cad bane i, I think believe, it's right? actually before the torture starts but i'm not exactly uh, sure where it takes place in the timeline okay maybe it's after well, he gets tortured i don't know i forget uh, basically they're just i don't know they're chilling they're taking stock they're, they're, i wouldn't say they're chilling and they're like holy shit this is well, like this, this this shit runs yeah deep. okay they're not maybe maybe i'm misremembering where this is supposed to be i thought this was I thought this was supposed to be at the resolution of the episode. Oh no, know? I thought this was supposed to be, oh shit, Cad Bane's after us and look uh, what he's doing. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, okay, well, either way. Either way. Either way, we just watch droids. I love when C-3P and R2-D2 are sassy to each other. I love the dynamic they have. This reminded me of droids in the best possible way. So I'm going to say keep it in. It's just uh, a, I'm it's also, a, I'm going to say no. Um, I'm going to say oh, no for this one. Uh, just because another I split felt, decision felt it was a bit extraneous but um fair enough it, it is yeah. extraneous but yeah i like it all right yeah uh the next three are from hut from zero the first two are finished and the last one is not um uh jake go ahead so so there's two bracelet scenes oh, where yeah. hut, um size noodles it is size noodles, right? It's not another it noodles, of the yeah. species. Okay, just making sure. The Pollock. So size noodles and zero, they're fleeing on the the swamp raft on um null no, they're on Nulhuda? They're, they're on, on Nulhuda, yeah. They're, they're on Nulhuda. 
and and she says uh i'm giving you this bracelet as like a, a token of my love since i've been through so much he says oh thanks and then as he's putting it on the swamp speeder swerves and it falls into the swamp and he's like well i cherished it while i had it and slice noodles rolls her eyes then we cut to to um well, Obi-Wan and Quinlan Voss making their way through the snipe, through the swamp. And Quinlan Voss finds the bracelet and touches it. And he uses, I, I can't remember the name of psychometry. He uses psychometry, the force ability that as as far as the Clone Wars goes, I'm pretty sure it's unique to him where he can as far as CCW, Cal Kestis has it. Oh, uh, okay. He he can sense an object. And Ray has it to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Well. He can sense an object's history by touching it. And he senses, oh, this bracelet belonged to Zero. He broke out with size noodles. Um, so that, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. Just uh, another I, little yeah. subplot moment um, in this episode. As inconsequential as both of these moments are, I actually like the tone they said, especially in the Zero losing the bracelet as like a foreshadowing of, oh shit, Psy might not be so happy with him um mm, yeah uh so i actually said yes for both of them i said no for both of them i think we already we already get to see um the psychometry in action and besides that i really don't think this has a ton this scene has a ton to offer i think i think that's maybe the one thing um that makes it interesting for me is the psychometry besides that i think this episode it's just it's just fine the way it is it flows just fine you know no reason to mess up a good thing so that's why yeah. i would say now all right no i got that um all right uh and then the final one is which is unfinished which is alternate zero versus visits mama scene which i honestly cannot tell you what's different about this this one there are a few of these like this i can't tell you what's different about this scene than the actual scene doesn't he have a slight? Does he have a slightly different monologue to Mama the Hut about maybe what he was? He was talking. Like he's talking about like oh, charity benefiting hut kind, you know, yada yada. Maybe that's um, what it was. I don't know because I I didn't fully recognize parts of that. Now it has been a while since I watched this episode. Yeah, so, yeah, it has been know, a while for me too. So I might have gotten like I I I might not I don't I didn't know the exact wording of what he said, but um I thought it was sounded pretty similar. Um and yeah. uh, I said no. I I said yes because I like I liked I liked the monologue the way that it was, but can we, can we freaking agree on something anyway? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I yeah, didn't. I mean, it's interesting because usually in the past it swung much more towards me being more negative on them, and then it swung towards me being more positive and you being more negative, and now we're kind of split in the middle. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, but yeah, this yeah. one it's. I feel like I'm using the word inconsequential way too much, but I don't know how else to but, describe but th this. But that's, this, that's, that's uh, why most of these were deleted. That's why most of these deleted. That's the, fair, the, yeah. The lack of effect. Um, uh, and then we have um, Heroes on Both Sides, which itself has, I think, three or four. Um, I think it's three, maybe. How many is it? It's, it's five. Heroes on Both Sides oh, wow. alone has five. Speeder droid bumps into a twilight, train derailing, speeder crash, standoff between Organa and Dodd, and Mason Yoda. 
Mm. All from one episode had five deleted scenes. It's crazy. Yes. Um, so, speeder droid bumping into Twi'lek. Sweeper droid bumping into Twi'lek. Yeah. I'm sorry, sweeper droid. Literally a three, literally three seconds, maybe less. Literally just a speeder droid bumping into a Twi'lek, and the uh, Twi'lek yeah. is like, "Hey, watch it!" Yeah, and kind of gets pissed off, and that's yeah, that's all. That's literally it. That's a no from me. Easy no for me as well. Not, uh, not, train not derailing because of the power outages. It's an extended sequence in which a train derails. I actually quite like this. I think it's I think it's like a fun way to see. I just described a train derailment fun. Uh, an interesting way to see the impact that the the power grid explosion has on the entire planet of Coruscant. You could be you know not just is it the heart of the Republic, but like fucking people live there. You know a lot of people live there and a lot of people rely on that thing. Yeah, I don't hate, I don't hate this scene. I just think the, <clears throat> I think it just introduces a little more confusion than is necessary in this scene. I think it's, it's a little bit kind of extraneous. I think to the message, um, you know. But man, you know, I'm I'm kind of changing my mind on it because on the other hand, you know, it does kind of show how far Palpatine is willing to go you know, endangering yeah. Republic citizens in order to make his point in this treacherous false flag attack. So yeah, I'll actually say yes. I'll yeah, actually I say, say yes. yes. I think well. it kind of, it kind of drives, I'm with you on this one, actually. You changed my mind. I think it drives home the point. Um, Speeder crash, I could not tell you where this fit into the episode. Neither could I. I literally just a scene of a speeder losing control, crashing into a building and exploding. Pass yep. to me. Pass. Uh, standoff between Bail Organa and Lot Dodd. Um, Ooh, this there's was. A, there, there's a bit of a heated confrontation in the um, the one of the halls of the Senate. Um, uh, I really like this. Yeah, I think this was the probably the uh, probably the juiciest deleted scene so far. We got some really, really fun and interesting dialogue. Um, well, Lot Dodd literally Lot Dodd even says we we don't negotiate with terrorists like. There will be no yeah. treaty, and I think the his, great choice of words. This is actually I where I think the deleted scenes start to turn around for me. Like, even if I don't like them, there's just like like even if I don't like even if I say no, there's at least some more substance to this stuff. Um, from this point onward, uh, I really like. There's a line um where Bill says something to the effect of, um. Bale says something like, you know, it's really like, it really sounds like you're saying that talking is a form of weakness. Um, which is such an eloquent line, and I could totally yeah, see no, Bale saying great... something like that. No, it's, a, yeah, it's both sides, I think. The, it's it, the show in this scene. It's a very, it's a moment where they kind of very adeptly kind of show what both sides of the argument are about and maybe a little bit of why they think what they think so yeah i'm i, I was a big fan of this one it's a yes for me I, i'm de definitely a yes for me yeah um uh now we have pursued a piece with our with one scene from our favorite comedy duo mace windu and yoda um uh <laughs> this is literally just this is this is how i describe this in my note it's basically a 20 second version of of one of their prequel conversations, of one of their like seventeen thousand prequel conversations, but it's just animated. That's all it is. Yeah. There's yeah. 
for me, there's no reason to have this in there. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick. I'm gonna hit the the pass. I'll hit the pass. Um. Yeah. Uh. And then uh. So now we have pursuit of peace. The next episode with one deleted scene. Uh, me Dichi threatens Padme. Um, oh. Which I think was a very interesting scene. Me Dichi basically says that uh one of the provisions of the appropriations bill they're trying to pass through the senate that obviously would draft like fucking five million new clone troopers or something like that yeah um would include things that would help frame new roots near naboo so Dichi is basically blackmailing padme with her own public support on her own planet for her to vote for something she ultimately does not believe in which doesn't work um and I thought this was like Dichi being such a son of a bitch. Um, like, like, fuck that guy. Um, and, um, but I, I actually really did like this scene. It's a yes for me. I, yeah, I thought it was a great example of how, how devious and kind of savvy you can be in politics of using a rider, an unrelated rider on a bill, you know, to kind of put, put someone in a bind. Put Padme yeah. in bind, and it's interesting that she still makes the choice that she does. So yeah, I would say, I would say actually keep this. You know, I'm all here for the, I'm all here for the political intrigue, in uh, these kind of episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the next scene we have um is more of a sequence, and it's quite intense from the episode Night Sisters, which I believe is the next episode of the show. Let me check. Yes. It is the Wait, next yeah. episode of the show. Yeah, it is the next episode of the show. Um, Night Sisters has one deleted scene, and it's and it's just titled, um, it's just like the the blanket title is alternate space battle and duel, and it's basically another extended version of the duel Ventur- that Anakin and Obi Wan have versus Ventress before Dooku betrays her. Yeah, it's completely it's completely different though because it is yeah it's completely different because um this time um. Ahsoka and I'm a Gundai. Is that is that I'm a Gundai? That's not I'm a Gundai. That's not I'm a Gundai. Who is it's, that? It's it's a good. It's like I'm glad you brought is it that up. Because because it's the same species. It's the same species. It's the same species. It is not I'm a Gundai. Uh, it is someone completely different. I this is this is how much I'm I'm doing research for EC and how like focused my mind is on that because I heard the words Mockus said in that I'm like is that Mockus Shalas? Who is literally a character who appears for like a few seconds in the background of I think it's Attack of the Clones, I believe it is. Oh no, it's Revenge of the Sith. Never mind. Um, I think that's why they deleted it, actually, because if he is wandering in the background of Revenge of the Sith, because spoiler, he dies in this deleted sequence, that would be a continuity error. Um, but I would accept that continuity error, and I would retcon that other guy in Revenge of the Sith to be another Jedi because I really love this sequence. I love that we get to see Ventress like, like, like you know, I don't think we've seen Ventress kill a lot of Jedi in TCW. Now that I think about it, and I and I and I think this shows like how fearsome she is. Um, Absolutely, still, and, she, and and she's not to be taken lightly. I like Ahsoka being there. Um, I like uh, there's there's a lie I like about this. Um, this stuff, yeah, it's it's Makashalas. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, it just feels like a more fun and dynamic version of this sequence. Really, I completely, personally, I completely disagree. I I was not a fan. I mean, 
there's some things I think for starters um, to fully, to fully um, understand the differences with this scene um, in the, in the actual episode, they, her ship crash lands in, she crash lands her ship in the hangar, the Jedi surround her. And then she, she calls Count Dooku and Count Dooku betrays her. And Count Dooku betrays her before the lightsaber duel. I just confirmed that. So I know that's the, the sequence of events. He betrays her. Then she duels Anakin and Obi-Wan. And then the ship blows up and they escape. So I think, for starters, I think that having the duel after the betrayal makes it more impactful with the fact that she's she's so enraged, she's able to overpower two pretty legendary legendary jedi um force choke them um you know i think it makes the duel i yeah it just makes the duel more impactful that it happens it happens after this massive turning point in her life i also don't really think it is cool that she she gets some i guess she gets some street cred she kills this random jedi that we don't really care about but i just think you would be by putting this scene in my opinion the episode would be losing way more than it gains by using the alternate scene instead of the original. So for that reason, I'm going to say keep the original. This alternate yeah. one can't go. I can see why you think that. For me, I guess it's just, I guess for me, I think it's about, I'm not crazy about this episode in the first place. I don't think it's bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I just don't love it. Um, And I think anything to improve this episode to be more of, more than what I think of it as, which is really a setup episode for the Night Sister Mall subplot of this entire show. Um, anything to improve that is good in my book, but I, I understand why you think that way. Um, yeah. Another split decision. Um, yeah. I mean, that's fair enough. I will say, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I will say about I will say about this episode for me. I think I think part of the re- part of the reason I'm adamant is that I think that the Palpatine talking to Dooku and then Dooku betraying Ventress that these first five, six minutes of the episode are some of the best of the, one of my, one of my favorite little moments in the Clone Wars. I just think it's a great moment, um, you know, in terms of dark side, dark side kick-assery, um, you know, showing how scary they, that really scary moment where Palpatine force chokes Dooku from halfway across the galaxy for crying out loud. You know, I, I really think it just shows how cutthroat the Sith are and I think that it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those you know trademark Clone Wars moments for me where I'm like mm, chef's kiss this is just perfect but I, the rest of the episode yeah I, I agree with you like it's I, I'm hit or miss on the rest of the episode but I think that moment for me is just personally one of my favorites so I'm I'm very uh kind of hands off about it but, but actually, I understand as well we- your opinion we actually we have actually have a second one for that episode, Night Sisters Training, which is another big sequence. Um uh we see them fuck uh, we see them fight a fucking Dathomir snake or whatever the hell that is. And then we see a s- sequence where Talia and Naleth, um, two of the Night Sisters of that clan, um, duel against uh Ventress to train to take on Dooku, which we know will ultimately fail drastically. Um, what do you think about this sequence? Um, you know, I think it's not in my it's not the most amazing sequence, I think, fighting the snake, you know, take it or leave it. But I do think Ventress 
fighting with um fighting with her two kind of new sidekicks with Nolith and um sorry, what's the other one's name? Talia. With Tal yeah, fighting with Talia and Nolith. Talia was the Talia's the goat of the the early early game in in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Is that how way, I identify in, her? To be completely in, honest with you. <laughs> yeah, if you know, if you know, you know. If you real, know, you know. Real that's mobile. how that's legitimately how I identified her as, as Talia <laughs> because I was about to say she was Karis, who's the other one who dies in Massacre later on. But no, no, it's it's Talia. I recognize real, those knives. I recognize <laughs> those knives recovering all that health. Real, real 2015 mobile gamers now. Um, but I I love um Ventress besting them, you know, the reveal of the the lightsabers when they, they think they've bested her and then she's got both her sabers you know held, not stomachs, ignited but yeah. held to their stomachs i think it's interesting i i can't i don't know if this little kind of trope of the the lightsaber reveal i can't remember if it shows up or the weapon reveal i guess outside of stars as well i can't remember if it shows up in the clone wars i do find it, it interesting it that shows up in um rebels i was gonna say yeah i find it interesting that dave and Filoni that's your head right yeah he reuses it in twilight of the apprentice with ezra and kanan sparring I fucking love that scene. That's an amazing moment. So yeah, yeah. I think I, I don't, I'm not. I don't really care about the snake part, but I do love the the little lightsaber reveal thing. I think it's a great moment. Ventress can still kick ass even if she just got excommunicated from the Sith, you know, or yeah. from Dooku's. So what's your whatever. verdict? Um, keep keep it in. Why not? Uh, yeah, I said yes as well. I like the snake. I think I like the snake part more than Jacob does um but uh yes absolutely yes here's the one that i we have so the next four episodes after this um monster which is the mist overlords and altar of mortis have a, com a combined total of zero deleted scenes between them ghosts of mortis has one and it's been one that i knew we were going to talk about but i'm so excited to talk about one of the most consequential deleted scenes maybe in the clone wars as a show as a whole um, we pan down in this fucking great tunnel shot of the sun's lair on, uh, on Mortis, and we see him communicating with the spirits of long-gone Sith Lords, Darth Bane and Darth Revan. Uh, and it's only a minute long, and basically they're telling him to really connect with his pain and use that to manipulate events to his favor. Um, but man, seeing even the animatics of Darth Bane and Darth Revan in TCW is like, of course we'd see Bane a few seasons later, but he, but his design looked slightly different in the season three animatics. This is not just a yes for me. This is a fuck yes for me. Oh, okay. Even though I don't so like Revan, even though I don't like Revan um, that much, like I think the, the ancient Sith backstory and having Revan, who I know is a fav fan favorite character, and having Bane, who I love and is also a fan favorite character in this, is a big plus, and I love this shit. Fair enough. I think I'm a little mixed. I'm mixed on this one. I like, I love the dialogue. I love the sons. I love the sons little rant. I love when he says, says, um, uh, what does he, what does he say? Um, I've done everything you asked. Why do I still feel such pain? Yeah. Actually, that is the one part I would change. That's the other thing. This is, I would put it in conditional on changing a few things. Because I don't like the idea that the sun's working for the Sith. 
that doesn't make sense to me because the sun's the literal embodiment of the dark side and Bane and Revenant were as great as they are, just some guys. Um, yeah. So if it was like, if it, it was it was tweaked slightly to be, he was consulting with the spirits instead of he is consulting with the people who are manipulating him to do this in the first place, then I think, th- then, then that would be good. Um, but honestly, that wouldn't t- change. Like that wouldn't take that much tweaking of dialogue. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just love that one line. I think um, it's a little, maybe a little too relatable sometimes. Um, just kidding. Or am I? But um, no, I'm not. I'm not consulting ancient Sith lords. But um, we think I am in CBT. So um, in any case, um, <laughs> I, I think this kind of. And Eli, I know I'm going to say something that, that you're going to love, which is, yes, obviously Star Wars is about the why and not the how. But yeah. I think that this just brings up a lot of questions about the how. Oh, that yeah, kind of I totally could, get that. that. I, I, feel like it could, I feel like it would just maybe derail maybe derail the episode just a little bit for all of a sudden you you know, wait, Here's what, how? Would it derail the episode? Yes, it's all the points you're making... Uh, are all the points you're making extremely valid and from a story perspective do i agree with them yes <laughs> is it darth bane and darth revan in star wars okay. and Clone wars also Fair. yes so i am willing and i and i'm not <laughs> saying that you should be able to you should too totally i see your opinion on this but for me that outweighs this a yeah, million yeah. times yeah, your point is to, i get your point i see your point the cool factor <laughs> it is what it is absolutely agree I, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm still gonna say I'm still gonna say skip it, but I mean I get it. It's it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm I, saying yes, whole, but yeah. This whole episode is kind of a George Lucas fever dream to begin with. This entire arc, even so, I I can I can see it, but I'm yeah. still gonna say skip. Just uh, personal opinion. Yeah. Um. So the next two episodes. The Citadel and Counterattack have no cutscene, uh, have no deleted scenes, but Citadel Rescue has one deleted scene. Or I guess you could call it a bunch of deleted scenes, but they're all in one. There are two of them. There are two alternate deaths for O.C. Sobek. Um, uh, so, you want to go through both of them? Yeah, so... I thought there were three. No, there well, were there were only two. Two. Maybe I missed maybe I miswatched. It was kind of one of them was one of them was really fast. You know, his speeder, his speeder gets shot down. He is riding one of the um the staps, you know, the little kind of separatist droid bikes that uh the B ones love to ride and Anakin loves to hijack them whenever he can. Um yeah. the first one's pretty unceremonious. He just gets shot off it. Um, oh, there's I, I didn't catch that one. I I just caught the last two, which were oh. Duke ordering his execution. Yeah. Well, the first one, he just gets yeah. he just gets shot off it. That doesn't change my opinion. So. And then he just like falls into the lava. Pretty unceremonious. The, the there's a second one where he he's with all the crab droids on the island. On the island in in the middle of the lava lake, he's fighting with the um he's fighting with the clones. A gunship swoops in. Plo Koon's on board. He says, "Everyone, you've worn out." I be- he says, "I believe you've worn out. You're welcome." Anakin hops on. The clones hop on. Um, Tarkin hops on, and they all 
they all hightail it out of there. Um, and Osi Sobek is left with the crab goods. Um, Dooku, Dooku uh, messages him on the hologram. Um, he says, yo, Osi, have you captured, have you captured the prisoners yet? Osi says, no, my lord, they escaped. He says, uh, please have mercy. He says, please have mercy. Dooku says, you have failed. Basically, for you failed me for the last time. And he says, because sorry, them. mercy machine broke. Yeah. And the, uh, the crab droids, they gun down OC. Um, yeah. so that one's, that one's pretty interesting. And the third it's, one, which yeah. is the most shocking is, uh, OC fall, he fall, OC falls off his speeder and Tarkin is standing over him holding an E5, uh, E5 separatist droid blaster in his face. OC backs up with his hands up. He says, I surrender. I surrender. Tarkin shoots him in the shoulder. OC screams again, I surrender. Tarkin shoots him again, killing him. So yeah. that one is is that one was pretty shocking to me. They're I thought all that would have been both of them were fascinating. I not other than being him being shot off the speeder. Both of them, I think, yeah. both the last two are, are fascinating. Um here's why I'm gonna say no to both of them. Uh, the, the the first one, while I do understand the whole Dooku ordering the execution of a separatist, um, like one of his separatist students thing, that actually happens already. Um, uh, with Rash in the Onderon arc. In uh, that's five. true. And that's I'm not true, saying yeah. that it happened. I'm not saying that if it happens once, that it doesn't that it can't happen again. I'm saying that it ha- if it happened once, it doesn't need to happen again. Um, in my yeah. opinion, uh, and uh, I get that. I get and, that. And, and then Tarkin is is like Tarkin's callousness of killing one surrendering is a nice touch, but I actually like the version of where Ahsoka kills him because first of all, it's in self defense of admittedly a terrible person in Tarkin. Um, but I also just like that it, it it like as we talked about in our episode about the Citadel, as this is what we call Ahsoka's trial by fire. Like, I like that she, like, you know, not in a brutal or, like, a vengeful way, but I like that she lands that kill, cementing herself not just as a worthy Jedi, but as the war, uh, as a war hero, like her master and his master of the Clone Wars. And I think if I recall, um, you know, Ahsoka, um, you know, stabbing, stabbing um, O.C. Sobek in the back through the chest with a lightsaber it kind of mirrors i just realized it now granted it's a different situation but it kind of it kind of mirrors anakin in voyage of temptation when oh. he he stabs um what's her name what's his Tal name Merrick. um when Tal he stabs Merrick. tal merrick in the back after tal tal is um he's like oh yeah who will strike first and first brand, and himself brand themselves the cold killer. killer and that is a i mean that is a classic that is a and classic one was classic Anakin moment. I love that. What classic moment? Um, of course, you know, um, it's followed by the floor, and you hear dun 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 dun, and it's just like, yeah. oh, this is fucking chilling. Um, so I like, I do, I do really like um the the one that actually exists, or the the final version for, you know, its moment, its moment for Ahsoka, kind of puts a not exactly a bow but it kind of you know it's another it's another layer on the big ahsoka development cake that we get in this episode um it's a cool moment i like the parallel kind of different but also a little bit similar to what anakin 
to what Anakin did and and how she operates in relation to Anakin. That being said, I also love Tarkin executing OC Sobek because it's just so cold-blooded and it's just so Tarkin. I'm still going to say keep the original Ahsoka killing OC Sobek because it is they they definitely made the right call. Um, yeah, I, but, I, I, but it I is think, close. Yeah, I think Tarkin I'll, is. I'll... Yeah, I think Tarkin's uh, killing of OC Sobek is interesting. I just think Ahsoka fits Ahsoka's fits a little bit better. Yeah, but I think all three are great. I'm not convinced myself on the speeder bike one. Yeah, two of them are but great at least. Two of them are great. <laughs> two of them are. I think two of them are great. For me, three of them are great, and the speeder bike one is like, like it's fine. Like I think it has its own merit for kind of like taking it a different direction of like, oh, what if this guy just has like a really like unceremonious Unceremonious, step? yeah. Because that kind of subverts what often happens in the Clone Wars with the villains. Yeah. But it's too good not to, it's too good to it's, pass it's, up the other yeah, opportunities. Yeah, it's too good it really to pass is. up the opportunities to like really nail a killing blow on him. Um, So I don't know what the fuck was happening with uh Padawan Lost, but they had six deleted scenes for this episode. There was this whole like feature that they came up with, with the um, with the Trandosh. What, what what did they call it? The chameleon Trandosh. The chameleon. Tra- thing but let's go in order. Let's go. Let's go in the order. almost. Yeah. So that here are the added. six ones. Yeah. Let's, let's here, go in here, order. Let's here, unpack here. this. <laughs> oh wait, sorry. Did I say six? I'm sorry. I meant eight. Eight deleted scenes. <laughs> eight. Holy crap. For one episode. By the way, even if even if um we put get Wookie Hunt in here, which is the next one, Wookie Hunt only has one. If you divide that up, that's four and a half deleted scenes per episode. Like that's fucking crazy. This arc was gonna be like, and that's the thing. It's not like the arc was gonna be significantly different. It wasn't. Um, it was just really just a bunch of extraneous shit that they cut out there. Um, Ahsoka yeah. strategizing with 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 younglings. Gotta be honest with you could not tell you um like other than the unanim- un- unfinishedness of it could not tell you what was different between that scene and the original they're just like yeah they're just like oh we need to kidnap one of the hunters to yeah which they the, eventually do even the score i guess and yeah. bargaining power yeah skip it skip it uh no uh the hunters discuss the younglings um which which what is about the just... big, what about the big lebowski homage uh that is literally that's... called oh wait sorry we're on Padawan Lost, right? Yep, I forgot that to include that one on the um to, on the sheet. That's that's absolutely my fault. Um, let me just put that one in. Yeah, the Big Lebowski Lavage. Um, what is it called? Like a... Yeah, so checks. Yeah, I had to look this up because I actually haven't seen the Big Lebowski. Yeah, I I didn't get the reference because I haven't watched. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was about the like the whole like the toe thing. Um, maybe maybe someone listening will know what they're talking about, but I I did not. That being uh, yeah, said, I can get you a toe. I can I can get you a toe. Um, the toe is the bar- bargaining chip the nihilists send to uh Jeffrey Lebowski after mm. the failed ransom exchange in the Big Lebowski. People who've watched it, maybe you'll find it funny. I personally didn't, so. I said no. They know as well because I don't know enough about the Big Lebowski. I do know enough though from the one the one scene. I do know enough to say I don't roll on life day. 
because everyone knows. Right. I think more people know that I don't roll on Shabbos scene than anything else. Um, so yeah, on to the next where we yeah. trend oceans discuss hunters that discuss the younglings, um, which is just really fucking creepy. Um, yeah. and I think establishes how medicine, um, uh, uh, they are. Spoiler alert, I think this is the only one from this arc I'm saying yes on. Yeah, I said yes on this one as well, and I, I used the same word in my notes. I said menacing. This is very menacing. Um, yeah. And I think the way that they talk about them, yeah, it just kind of, it it just drives the point home about the hunters, who they are, how they're like, you know, kind of the, the most dangerous game type of thing. You know, they're, they're hunting sentient beings for sport, essentially. Sport. Yeah. It's really, really 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 cold-blooded um yeah what they do the next one is just um a shot of a few bounty hunters who have apparently were rounded up by those transoceans and now they're being hunted which is cool like an irony sort of thing but like it's just that doesn't i don't care yeah because it it kind of just it's a little bit i feel like it was a little bit confusing because i was like were the bounty hunters in this before is this just like a one-off scene kind of like what I don't know. Yeah. Um, the next four are introducing um uh, one of them's finished, but uh the other the other three aren't. Um are all various versions of all of the um the younglings, um Ahsoka, uh, but also Khalifa, Omer, and Jinx, uh doing the fucking uh figuring uh, dealing with this fucking camo Trandoshan shit where they can disguise themselves and turn invisible. Which I'm like, they're already like fucking Trandoshans. Do we need them to be more powerful? Do we need them to have another advantage? Like they're already fucking Trandoshans, and they don't, ha- and and the kids don't have lightsabers. Like, do we need them to be more terrifying? Yeah, I like. I think I'm with you. Um, I don't know. What do you? Yeah, I, I said no for all of them. Yeah, so. I think I don't know. I liked Ahsoka. It that from the sound effect, it seems like she force choked the Trandoshan and Ahsoka versus the Trandoshan, which I think they would need to address that if they were all of a sudden like, holy shit, Ahsoka just force choked somebody. Because oh yeah, we know that. That's no, I don't not think really... they just. I don't think she force choked them. Uh, it was the sound effect of the force choke, but I think it was just yeah. a grab. Oh, okay. Either way, I yeah, yeah, don't keep it. Um Khalifa yeah. getting hunted, don't none of the yeah, I don't I don't think any of these I do like the Jinx and Omer fight. Um, you know, the the Twi'lek youngling and the um Yeah. What's the Mundi spe- the, and the Syrian youngling, Kiarimundi species going at it with two Trandoshans. I do like that. It kind of gives them a nice a good moment and some credibility. Maybe they make too quick work, too quick of a job of taking down I don't know. It it is what it is. It is what yeah. it is. I'm gonna say no for all of them. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm IG12 right now. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Extended Jedi Youngling uh reunion from Wookie Hunt. It's basically nothing. It's like a few extra shots. It's a no from me. Yeah, I I I'll actually say yes. I'm a sucker for a good a good happy ending. If you want to bask in that for a moment longer i'm not opposed to it but just having chewbacca kind of grunting the whole time and no other dialogue is a little weird but why why, why the heck not it's star wars okay. 
All right. Um, so that's season three. Now let's get to season four. There are less on in season four, episode one, season four. Uh Water War has won. Uh the crowning of Princely Char, where as far as I can tell, he has to like enter like some like Venus flytrap esque fucking it seems like creature. he has to, is like putting his head inside a giant clam. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's to, strange. Like, test. It was like um it felt like kind of a sorting hat type of thing. I don't know. It was it was it was pretty strange. I thought I wasn't skip it for me. Skip it. Uh I actually said yes because just because I like the idea of like I, I like it with the end of the arc where like where 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 it makes a bit more continuity sense with the arc to like show it being interrupted in the beginning, but then actually have it being done at the end. You know what I mean? Um I, I like I like that that bit of continuity, but I understand why you'd say no. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what's next? Uh, we there are none in um in uh, what do you call it in uh, Gungan Attack in the second episode there are none, but in Prisoners, the final episode of Mo- of the Montcalmari arc, there is one uh called Kit Fisto at One with the Force, um, which basically is it um is um Anakin pleading with Kit Fisto to get the eels that he's trapped in to calm down because he can communicate with them. Um, look, is this a bit of space racism for Anakin? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just Anakin being racist. He's but like, oh, you're I, underwater. I, you can communicate. But, but do I find it funny? Yeah, I, I do. I do. So I love... Yeah. Yeah. So the okay. answer is yes. The answer is yes for me. Look, I love I love Kit Fisto. You'll never hear me complain about more Kit Fisto. And this scene, it's kind of a gem. I think it's kind of a gem, and I'm really surprised that they... Maybe 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 it disrupts the tone too much. Maybe it's too lighthearted. But I absolutely would have included this. Yes. Oh, 100%, absolutely. Yeah. More certain than any other because I look. I'm a sucker for Kit Fisto. What can I say? Yeah, I'm a sucker for Kit Fisto as well. What can I say? Um. Yeah. Uh. Shadow Warrior. Um. Padme and Jar Jar talking to General Grievous. Technically, is Padme talking to Grievous? But I just love the fact that fucking General Grievous is saying you will pay for what you have done to Jar Jar fucking Binks. Yeah, no, it's it's like, hilarious. That's it's hilarious, hilarious, and I don't like this episode that much anyway. So like any little thing they can add to it is an automatic yes from me. So yeah, it's yes. Yeah, why not? It's just it's a little surreal, but it's great. It's really uh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um. Let's see. So, um, next one we have uh, Mercy Mission. Mercy Mission R two D two and C three P O on a lean, which is basically R two, which is basically C three P O, C three P O explaining, um, the entire plot of that episode to R two D two, as if R two doesn't already know what's happening. Yeah, I must say no. The shorter this episode, the better. Yeah, like no. we watched the episode. Um, it's fine. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, next is from Nomad Droids. We have two. First one is uh, C-3PO uh, explains democracy, and it's, it's an extension of the scene, uh, of the scene where C- C-3PO, C-3PO explains democracy to the natives of uh, Patatite Patuna. Um, is it, is it um, white saviorism from a Eurocentric power? Yes, it is. Is it kind of ironic and that's the point? Yes, also that's y- y- correct. Is it in Nomad Droids, which is one of my favorite episodes of Star Wars, The Clone Wars? Yes, yes, it is. It's an automatic yes from me. Okay. 
Is it um, is it necessary? Absolutely not. Is it even a good scene? No. But I love the batshit crazy uh, energy of that episode so goddamn much that I can't not have it in. Yeah, I, I said yes to. I think it just adds the extension of the scene is not. It's it's yeah. fine. I think it adds a little yeah. bit. So why not? Uh, may- mayhem on the pirate ship is the other one for the episode, and it's literally um R two and three PO tr- starting to figure out how fucking ridiculous that pirate ship is by seeing the top half of a protocol droid. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's totally inconsequential, but I fucking love that episode, and any more of it, I will accept in space. So yes, I said yes. I'm gonna say skip. Just why? Just yeah. why? Yeah, no, That's I get all. it. My my, this like yours is the logical way, and mine is the I fucking love this episode. And I love <laughs> its batshit energy. Um, it's it. There's there's no reason for me to for, for me to do that other than I fucking love it. Um, yeah, I I forgot how great season four of TCW is. It's just so freaking good. Um. Uh. All right. So um. Next, we got, um, next, so Darkness on Obara has none. Uh, the General has one. Umbaran Banshee attack. Mm. I like um, the yet more chaos. I like the addition of the More battle scenes in the Umbara arc. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're going to say. But I think anything to make this, the, anything to make Umbara, you know, more scary and chaotic is not a bad thing for what this episode is trying to do so i'm gonna say keep it wait wait wait, wait. you're talking about it what's what's going on i fell asleep sorry it was so boring um <laughs> it's no uh uh you said yes though this bar this bar this bar disrespect has to stop yes it is and i'm proud of it uh, guys he, he needs to be stopped he needs to be stopped <laughs> I, I, I'm very public about the fact that especially those first two episodes, I just don't like. Um, it's just not my thing. Uh, but I'm happy for people who do. Um, uh, the, next two, uh, the, the next two episodes of the Umbar arc, uh, I believe it's uh, Planet of Descent and Carnage of Krill. Don't have any. Uh, neither does Kidnapped. But Slaves of the Republic, the second episode of the Zygeria arc, has one um, called Attack on the Queen. Um, this is some interesting shit. Um, basically, a rival gang of slavers on Zygeria attack um the uh the the Mirage Sintel when Anakin's like kind of being forced to be her bodyguard, and there's like a and there's a thing where Anakin's like p- protecting her, but not he, he's like I'm protecting you, but I'm not going. I'm gonna draw the line and kill him for you. Um. But but he fends all of those the the other slavers off. Um, uh, and it's it, it's highlighting more of this very tenuous relationship between Sintel and Anakin. Uh, and also we get more of my favorite part of that entire arc, um, which which of course is underlined by the fantastic soundtrack to that episode. I can show you the world. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. Every time they ride on those, uh, like, like, and she's lovingly embracing him on the on that fucking on those fucking mounts. I always will think a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view, no one to tell. No, yeah, all that kind of shit. It's fucking hilarious to me. And based and really just on that alone, I'm going to say yes. I'm gonna say no. I just think that. 
the 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 added little plot line just I just think it it doesn't do much. These are already some of the best episodes of the Clone Wars. It feels like a little bit of a I don't know, maybe Chekhov's gun kind of situation just to, you know, add this one little scene and then they wouldn't really be followed up on it or anything. So I'm gonna say no. Yeah. But I mean it's not a bad scene. I just think yeah. it I just think it was cut for a reason. Yeah. Uh, we have, from the final episode of the Zygeria arc, we have two, Escape from Kadava. The first one's finished. Um, uh, the, the Queen and Dooku, which is basically just, um, the, it, it's revealing to us a bit earlier that, um, Sintel and, uh, Sintel and, um, Dooku may have different agendas foreshadowing Dooku betraying her when it becomes clear that she won't just follow uh she won't just follow her orders uh his orders blindly um uh, that she actually has some of her own motivations regardless even though the finished quality even though it is interesting a bit with intrigue no it's a no for me i actually i actually like this one I actually oh my like fucking it. I, I know it, i just think it, it just adds to the dynamic between yeah. between Dooku and it, it kind of adds to the buildup of the queen and what her ideas are for Zegeria and the kind of her whole Zegeria will will rise again kind of thing. So I'm I like it, I like it. All right, um, and then the other one is uh bringing the Togrutans home at the end. It's an alternate ending, basically where Anakin and Obi Wan uh talk to Governor Rashti after bringing all of the um all. At, bringing all of the Togrutans home from being enslaved by these Igerians. Um, and they comment on the the differences between like authority and protection and how hard that line is to walk. And I thought that was a very interesting conversation. Um, and I thought it offered a really nice coda to that arc. And so I said yes. Yeah, I think I think um actually having the Togrutan leader talk about saying like, well, this has awakened something my people like all like what he was saying like it was kind of horrifying to to hear that and i was like wow i did not expect the clone wars to go here in this scene and i think that was really raw and really kind of makes a much more thought-provoking and really kind of unsettling disturbing and more nuanced ending um and then I think Anakin and Obi-Wan's discussion about slavery, they have this discussion about slavery and justice where Anakin's saying, what's the what's the point of being a public if we're powerless to stop slavery? And Obi-Wan says, we don't want to, like, they both have great points. They both have their ideas, you know, we don't want to, um, we don't want to um, replace one form of oppression with another. He says, it's just, oh, it's an amazing ending, actually. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting ending. ending. I think it just, it, it it, compl- it complicates it complicates the ending and the themes yeah. so much i love and, it and 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 it's the, and it's the idea of like you know that the 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 um tells final words to anakin of course are you're right skywalker i was a slave and so are you and it gets to the core of what is servant like what constitutes servitude in the galaxy and isn't everybody just serving somebody else at the end of the day and you know um like how do how does servitude work in the galaxy what how what constitutes a servitude and what doesn't 
and it's not a straightforward answer. Um, no, I, yeah, yeah, I think, but I said yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see where we are with this show. Give me a second. Where did I a put friend it? In need. I, I know that's the that's the next one we have, but I just want to make sure um for a second that um if we're skipping any of them. Uh, let's see. Let's look. No, we're not. Uh, the next episode of Friend of Need has one defeat, uh, deleted scene, which is just the ex an extension of the battle between Ahsoka Tano and Pre Vizsla on uh on uh Karlak. Um, and uh, there I I fucking love this shit. It's uh, it's yeah. unrettered, but I just love seeing more action. The Ahsoka's line that's for Trila. Which, who's that little girl who's um who uh who who's that little girl who's um who who's like tribe was like slaughtered by Vizsla and Death Watch? Like that shit's like that shit's great. That's that shit slaps. Um it also just like made me a bit emotional just because uh you you know you saw um you saw in that the first appearance of of somebody at the time who was generic unnamed female sidekick Mandalorian voiced by a by, voiced by a woman who would who was most known for playing uh, a, a character named Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica named Katie Sackoff and now that 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 was the unrendered unanimated like I don't think she was even talking in that same version of her and now she's the co-lead of a live action Star Wars show what a fucking character arc. Like, that's incredible. They're like, they didn't even give her a name in the first episode. And we're watching a deleted scene that her character appears without talking. And now she is the co-lead of a Star Wars show. Like, what an arc. What an arc. Yeah. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I love this scene as well. Nothing wrong with more Ahsoka and Pre Vizsla dueling. I think it's great. Thanks, great. Uh, I said yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Friends, friends and enemies. Uh, well, I will first say that Deception, which is the next episode, has none. Oh, my bad. Um, uh, friends and enemies is the next one, um, which has one, I believe. Yeah, it has one. Uh, the fugitives have escaped. And it's a clone captain communicating with uh, everybody's favorite comedy duo, Mace Windu and Yoda. <laughs> um as i like to call it um uh and um it, it's this struggle between mace and yoda as to how much they want to keep up the con of obi-wan died and Rico hardine killed him and all that kind of shit and how much do they want to like like how much do they get want to get done now versus the future um yeah and it was fine. I just didn't really see the point of keeping it in. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny though to see the clone being like, "Sir, sir, the fugitives have escaped. They're they're should we send forces after them?" And Mace Windu's just like, "No." He's like, "Wait, why not?" He's just like, he basically is just like, "Because I said so." Now shut up. And it's, yeah. it's he's pretty blunt about it, and I I think it's funny. So I'll, I'll say put it in. Why not? <laughs> okay. I, yeah, I said no, but Jacob's saying yes. Um. Uh, there's an ex then then um then uh we're gonna um then then we're gonna fill out the coop in the lock, um, uh, 
and then we're gonna we're gonna go to the box uh for two deleted scenes. Um that was a terrible joke. Um uh Oh I, oh, I just got it. Oh <laughs> I Yeah. I remember that. Um song. Uh, <laughs> there are two of them, Cad Bane's hat and Anakin's frustration. Cad Bane's hat is just an extended extended sequence of of him uh having a face off with uh with Bulduga. Um as I believe the name of the Ithorian uh bounty hunter. Yeah. Um is it completely unnecessary? Yes. Is it Cad Bane killing somebody over a hat? Also, yes. Is it fucking hilarious? Yes, yes, it's fucking hilarious. For that reason, I say yes. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna disagree yeah, no, again. I, yet again. No, I understand because again, because this one, yeah. This one implies he says either either your mother's a thief or you're a liar. And he implies that that actually was his hat, and then the authorian took it, I guess, which I don't know. I just like it. I think it's it's more fitting for Cad Bane. I, I, I don't know. I, I I like the idea of Cad Bane, you know, being such a such a such a cold, ruthless son of a gun that he would just shoot a shoot a man dead because he I, wants to take his nice hat. So I, I like I'm going the, the, the that your mother a thief thing is because it's an inadvertent other example, and I know you don't like this version of it either, but it's an inadvertent inadvertently another example of a yo mama joke in Star Wars, which I oh, find that's true. hilarious. Yeah, it is a yo mama oh. joke in Star Wars. <laughs> Which I just find hilarious. Clone Wars Um, loves your mama jokes. Well, the other one I was thinking of was not TCW, it was in The Last Jedi. Uh, Oh, yeah. I have a special message for General Hugs about his mother. Um, Yeah. uh, Anakin's frustration was just an ultimate scene of Anakin finding out, but not really finding out, that Mason Yoda kind of fucked him by by not telling him that Obi-Wan was really alive this entire time. Um, but even though what Mason Yoda did was shitty to Anakin, he, like, he reacts a bit ang- more angry, like, even than I think he would at this point, for me. I, I, I think Anakin's anger is pretty justified. No, oh, I think it's is. justified. I, I just think that, that, that I, I think the version that we get in the actual episode is a lot more like, he's letting it bubble inside him, and I, I prefer that to just, like, I'm gonna do my own investigation myself. Yeah, I don't know. That last line was kind of, the last line was kind of suspect. But otherwise, I thought it was an interesting scene. I would have liked, I would have liked in this episode to see them address more, the emotional ramifications for Anakin, and kind of how that impacts his relationship with the Jedi Council, because it is implied, and we do have a good idea. Well, there's that whole sequence of like, how many lies have I been told by the Council? Right. Just I don't know. I'm. I guess I'll say skip because I don't like the last part, but I I like the direction this was headed in. It could have right. been good. I understand that. Um, Crisis on Naboo, we have two, um, which is the next episode. Um, capturing Moralo Evol, which is basically just an extended sequence for their capture of Moralo Evol. There are a few changes. First of all, Cad Bane fucking burns a forest down, which I think is awesome. Um, and second of all, um, Mace and Anakin are accompanied by two other people, because who else would Dave Filoni include um, for a climactic scene other than the two people, the two Jedi he is most biased towards, and the two characters he is most biased towards in the history of everything he does? 
Ahsoka Tano and Plo Koon. Um, because uh, of course they're there, but I actually like them being there, and I also like Cad Bane burning in the fucking forest. Um, so I'm gonna say yes, actually. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I think the, the the, for me it doesn't really add a lot. Um, the forest scene, the forest part is crazy, but yeah, this was pretty epic. But I just thought that the the shortened sequence in the episode was uh, it was it was just fine the way it, it was. This doesn't really add anything. And then uh, we have Obi Wan communicating to Mace Windu that he realized he was set up, which I thought actually kind of ruined the moment, kind of in the show. I kind of I thought it kind of lessened the impact of the Obi Wan realizing it and then rushing back to the banquet. Blah blah blah. So I said no. Yeah, I said no. I like the. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Yeah, you said it. I just think it was better yeah. the way it was. Yeah. Uh. Then we have. Let's see. What's next in the series? Not in the. Yeah. Massacre is next. Um. We have three deleted scenes from Massacre, if I believe I'm correct. Yep. Um, an extension of the Ventress Grievous duel, uh, zombie attack, and bombing the lair. Um, the only thing I think that really, um, the, the only really new thing is that Ventress does a fucking awesome force wave and blasts all of the droids in a circle around her, which I think is just so fucking cool. Um, otherwise, it's just extensions of shots and more details of the Separatists absolute carnage that they inflicted on Dathomir in that episode. Um, I love this episode so dearly, so I said yes to all three of them. I I understand if Jacob's not going to do the same, but, yeah. I think, that, yeah, Ventress, the Ventress versus Grievous extended fight, I loved seeing these two square off. I thought it was a long time coming when it happened. Um, yeah, definitely more of that. Not a bad thing whatsoever. The extended zombie attack sequence, it's a few extra seconds. It's not really necessary. You know, we can keep the episode moving. The zombies, the zombie night sisters, it's a cool idea. It's interesting. It's macabre. It's fitting. But it doesn't, it's just not really, it's not all that. And then the bombing of the lair, I like it. Showing the pillars get broken kind of symbolically, kind of the night sister, their, their kind of main cavern getting, you know, crushed and, and, it's just a fitting and and very dramatic kind of capstone to Umbara pretty much getting, or the Night the Sisters kind of just getting torn apart. Sorry, not Umbara, Dathomir, just getting torn apart. Yeah. yeah. Don't confuse a good episode with a bad episode. Just don't do that. Um, jeez, jeez, jeez. Uh, no, I'm joking. No more, there was no a, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> um, so your what are your what are your verdicts? Uh, so my verdicts are, oh sorry, if I didn't make it clear, uh, keep Ventress first Grievous extended. Don't need to, don't need to. So um, yes, no, yes? Yeah, yes, no, yes. Yes, no, okay. yes. Um, all right. Um, we have uh, two more episodes of TCW left. Uh, no, actually, that's that's not true. Bounty doesn't have any deleted scenes. Um, Brothers, however, Brothers has one. Uh, it's, it's just an extended finished, it's actually one of the finished ones. I thought it had sequence. four. Uh, no, I... Yes, it did. I have four on my... What? I have... Brothers has one, and Revenge has three. Oh, oh, I accidentally... Sorry, I accidentally put Brothers and Revenge together. My bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, Brothers has one, 
um, which is just Savage the Diner. Um, uh, and basically it just involves him choking the life out of another woman, um, who's a bartender, uh, which, yeah, I just didn't care about. Spoiler, all, all four of these, because of the general contempt I have for this arc, um, and I don't have contempt for it, I just don't agree with a lot of the decisions that were made, um, in this arc, uh, they're all no's for me. Yeah, I'm gonna say no as well. I think um, it, it it doesn't really add anything again. Like, Savage is pretty savage in this episode in this scene, but again, take it or leave it. Yeah, and then uh, the final episode, Revenge. We have three Maul's reunion from Obi Wan, where basically Savage just gets to kill another civilian, and that's really the only change. Ventress and Obi Wan plot their escape, which has one extra line of dialogue, and showing gratitude to Ventress, which basically is like Obi-Wan's being like, yeah, fine, I'll let you go, um, and I won't turn you over to the Republic. Um, I said no for all three. I said... I said no for the reunion. I think the hostage piece of it, um, it just feels unnecessary. It just delays the real meaty part of the sequence and just complicates it unnecessarily. Ventress and Obi-Wan plotting their escape. I would keep it in. I love the dynamic of Ventress and Obi-Wan and their kind of sarcastic cutting back and forth banter is pretty hilarious. Um, and I like the little exchange they have when Obi-Wan kind of says, he's like, oh, against my better judgment, I'm going to let you go. Because at that point, he's probably like, I can't deal with any more trouble right now. So I'm going to say no, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so Jacob and I actually, I think we had a record number of disagreements on this one, actually. Um, it's interesting to see the stuff that we thought was and wasn't valuable, the stuff. Um, but I think that is going to be, unless you have anything else, Jacob, I think that's going to be it for this episode of Star Wars in a Galaxy. Um, next week, I have a special episode coming. I'm so excited to do this. This has been a long time coming. Um, one of my mentors in this space, one of my best friends in the space, other than Jacob, of course, um uh and one of my best friends in the space has been um my good friend of the show alden diaz from octo radio and casterly talk um and he and i are going to have a conversation next week about the star wars discourse uh we are going to be discussing our specific views on how we watch star wars and all of that kind of stuff uh in in association with all the internet stuff that goes around this is not I want to make this very clear, and we will make this very clear in, in, in our episodes, which, I, by the way, this is also going to be a collaboration with Octo Radio, so this is going to go up on the Octo Radio feed as well. Um, but this is not us trying to convince anybody. If we do, if we do convince you, that's fantastic. We're so excited uh, that we that uh, for, for the possibility that we might convince people, but our goal is not to do that. Our goal, most part, is to clarify what we mean when we say certain things so that people can't say that they don't know or say something, say we said something that we didn't. That's all it is. Um, And just because I think it's a conversation that on a larger scale needs to start being had a bit more because how we talk about Star Wars, I feel like impacts how we watch it. So, um, but yeah, so that's going to be myself and all the Diaz. Um, and then after that, In a Galaxy is going to be taking a short hiatus. I think it will only be a week or two. Um, but then we return 
um, with season 12 and a half of Star Wars in a Galaxy, which is our two episode uh, soiree into Tales of the Jedi, um, which is going to be very exciting. Uh, we're both excited for that. Uh, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at Andy Galaxy Pod, Instagram at Star Wars in a Galaxy. You can listen to us on uh, uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll be there. Uh, if we're not, email us swinagalaxygmail.com. Watch um, Epic Confrontations on our YouTube channel, which is our spinoff trivia lead. Um, uh, and follow that on Twitter uh, at Inagalaxy Trivia. Follow my personal account on Twitter at OGFan327. Uh, and I think until next time, may the force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs>